0: Welcome to Lex Examine Bible Study. We are live from the Nevada, the Sea of Las Vegas. We're an outreach ministry, literally and figuratively. Our ministry is outside of the four walls. Occasionally, you may hear a dog barking or a train going by or a plane flying over. This is Lesson 92, Bible Study. Every Thursday, open discussion. Bible Study, Thursday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Promptly. Topic, our creator. Our creator is the one true bond treatment that never fails to heal our spiritual wounds. We're going to really dig into this one. Spiritual wounds. Those wounds heal much lower than those wounds that are on the outside. The inside wounds sometimes never heal at all. And therefore, we need the great position to heal those wounds that are internal. Featured scripture is coming from Jeremiah 46 and 11. That's Jeremiah 46 and 11. That is our featured scripture. Let's examine the bond of Gilead. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. bond is an aromatic medicinal substance derived from a plant. Gilead was an area east of the Jordan River. We know it for its spices and ointments. The bond of Gilead was therefore a high-quality ointment with healing properties. The bond was made from resins taken from a flowery plant in the Middle East. The Bible uses the term bond of Gilead metaphorically as an example of something with healing or smoothing powers interesting. Walk with me. We're going to move from 2000 years to today, 2020. And a number of well-known markets that are actually selling this same product. Rosebud, perfume company, Smith's Roadbugs. That's a bomb ointment used to promote healing of the skin or as protection badger healing balm for hard working hands how about one more smith's rosebud prevents lips from chapping and healing cuts so that is today that same ointment was used 2,000 years ago In the times of Jeremiah, there are literally hundreds of these ointments in the marketplace. None of these remedies can heal a sick soul because that's internal. Your soul is internal. It's impossible. These ointments may heal the outer man, but the inner man, they have no effect. However, there is a position who can heal, who can cure a sin-sick soul. That position is the great position, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Let's continue. The mom of Gilead has three references in the Bible. Well, those of you have your Bibles, get them and get them quick. We're going to take a look at all three of these references. The first one is coming from 1st Genesis 37 and 25. That's 1st Genesis 37 and 25. As Joseph's brothers contemplated how to kill him, a caravan of Israelites passed by on the way to Egypt from Gilead and their cargo were spices, bombs, and myrrh. Interesting. The second reference comes from Jeremiah 8 and 22 records that God's warning to Judah. That's Jeremiah 8 and 22. God's warning to Judah of what Babylon would do to them. Upon hearing the news, Jeremiah laments is there no bomb in Gilead? Jeremiah's question is a pathetic search for hope and a plea for healing. So praise God. So Jeremiah at this point Is obviously incredibly troubled looking for a remedy that would persuade God not to carry out his judgment on his children and finally uh, our feature scripture Jeremiah 46 and 11 Jeremiah 46 and 11 and God describes an impending judgment on Egypt he taunts them Go up to Gilead and obtain mon, O virgin daughters of Egypt. In vain have you multiplied remedies. There is no healing for you. That's God speaking to the prophet and to the prophet, to the people. This ointment was only good for the Outward man, skin, lips, hands, so forth and so on. But the soul, that's eternal. That's when the great physician takes his place. And only God can heal your soul. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Walk with me. The Bible tells us in Matthew 20... And 22 chapter 9 and behold a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood we're going to look at verses 20 and 22 that will be chapter 9 um, we're going to take a look at this widow for a number of reasons but the most out front reason would be that she's going to seek man for a healing a deliverance and what we're going to find out in this story is there's only one that can truly deliver you that can make that which is crooked straight and that would be the great position some of us have other matters at hand that are going on that are also troubling. It doesn't necessarily have to be, in this case, a physical illness. But some of us have financial difficulties. Unable to pay the rent or the mortgage at this time, especially during this time of COVID-19, where businesses are closing, jobs are few. Some of us may have marital problems. In 2020, there have been more divorces than ever in the history of mankind. A lot of that has to do with, like I just mentioned, businesses closing, jobs are few. And that produces great arguments and uh, discomfort nerves on edge and so forth and so on. Some of us are dealing with depression. Some of us may have a loved one incarcerated, whether it be federal or state prison. How often have we heard mothers say that I can still hear the jail door slamming, all of that steel making that this Think That separate noise from any other Associated with pain Worry Grief Shock Sickness in your body Some of us are not only dealing with COVID-19 In such a time as this But some of us have sickness in our bodies That we're dealing with Where we're tired We may have rashes. We may have cancer. We may be diabetic. All sorts of things may be taking place. I once met a man at a local hospital right here in um, the state of Nevada to save Las Vegas. And I prayed for him. They're waiting to call him back. He was getting his leg amputated, removed. And I prayed for him. And while I was praying for him. I felt. Such empathy for him. I can only imagine what was going through his. His mind. He's not the only one in the world that's going through. In such a time. As this. Predators of a crime and can't get. Past the guilt and the shame. There are those that this ointment can't help. They've committed crimes that they're embarrassed of, they're, that they're ashamed of, and it haunts them daily, knowing that they have injured and hurt people and perhaps even killed someone. Victims of a horrible crime can't get past the hurt and the pain, especially. The crime of rape. Reliving it over again and again. This is a biggie. For a lot of women as well as men. Babies. Young people that have to grow with these memories. Remembering the sounds. The smells. What was said. Reliving it over and over and over again. And yet again these are can't reach down on the inside of a man and bring forth a healing. These things are spiritual and only the great position can bring forth a healing of such pain and hurt, distrust, depression, anxiety. Many of those sleepless nights And finally, I'm going to end it here. The forgiveness of sin. The forgiveness of sin. Only God can forgive you of your sins. Not a pastor, not a priest, not a missionary, not a deacon. Not even a substantial offering or gift. Only God can can forgive you of your sins. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Let me reiterate some things. These healings require the assistance of a great physician, the ultimate bond that can heal physically and spiritually. That's the Alpha and the Omega. That's the beginning and the end. That's the first as well as the last. That is the Son. That is the Son of the Living God, King Jesus. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Let's examine Matthew 9, 20 through 22. That's Matthews nine twenty through 22. And verse 20, it reads as followed. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. And verse 21 reads as followed. For she's Said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. And verse 22 reads as follows But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. By faith, has made thee whole, and the woman made whole from that hour. Oh praise God! Oh praise God! Mark and Luke's gospel gives us further insight. Mark five twenty-six through twenty-seven. Mark five twenty-six through twenty-seven. And verse 26, and has suffered many things of many positions, and has spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. You know, that's, that's really interesting because there are those that are in the world, will sometimes go down and get some jack. Daniels or Cavassier or Rum or Vodka, pick one. Anyone will do, and they will get drunk. They will go out and use drugs. Some will eat themselves. To the point of vomiting. Some will gamble. Some will engage in permissive sex. But when the act is done. The situation hasn't changed. It's still the same. The only difference is that you put yourself in harm's way. In this particular case, she spent all that she had with different doctors, all sorts of different remedies, none of which worked. To the point the Bible says she had nothing left. Nothing left to give. But when she had heard of Jesus came in the press behind and touched his garment. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. The Bible says when she heard. When she heard. It's one thing to be ignorant about some things. But when you're educated about certain things, you need to act on it. In this particular case, the Bible says, when she heard, she acted on it. No more of spending whatever she had, left, if anything at all, on positions or man. She went and pressed away to the kings of kings and the lords of lords, the great position the one that can heal the inner man. She sought out and she touched the hand of the Messiah. Oh, praise God. The Bible tells us in Luke 8 and 46, and Jesus said, someone has touched me, for I perceive that virtue has gone out of me. Same verse in the New Living Translation. But Jesus said, someone deliberately touched me or I felt the healing power go out of me. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. So she reached out by way of action, by way of determination, by way of having a made-up mind. By, by way of being determined to get to the Messiah for her healing. Oh, praise God. How many of you know that God has great compassion for His children? God has great compassion for His children. When you hurt, God hurts. When you go through, God's going through. In this particular case, we're talking about a multitude of people from all walks of life. I can only imagine there were many that bumped him, that touched him, that cried out to him. But this woman did it in such a way of faith. She was looking for something from the Messiah. The Bible says that she touched a hem of his garment. I want you to think about that for a second. She touched the hem of his garment. For those of you who have a sweater or a jacket on, touch it. Touch it right now. And what you feel is absolutely, positively nothing. But because of her faith, Because she sought out the Messiah. Because of her longing and desire for the Messiah. And because God is a compassionate God. The two connected. Oh praise God. Oh praise God. The Bible tells us. In Matthew 14 and 14. I'll wait for you. Those of you who have your Bibles, turn to Matthew 14 and 14. The Bible says when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. The Bible says when Jesus landed... And saw a large crowd. He had compassion on them, and healed their sick. That's pretty awesome, wouldn't you say? That is a compassionate God, concerned about His creation. There's more. Mark 6:34. And, and and Jesus, when he came out and saw much people and was moved with compassion towards them because they were as sheep not having a shepherd and he began to teach them many things once again and Jesus when he came out saw much people And was moved. That's the key word. Moved. Moved. I want you to remember that word. We're going to come back to it a little bit later. I'm going to really open it up. But the Bible said that he was moved. He was moved. This has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with your status in church. It has nothing to do with the people that are praying for you or around you. It has absolutely positivity. and nothing to do with the color of your skin. It has everything to do with that. You are a creation of, the, of God. You are a child of God. It has everything to do with that and nothing short of that. You are God's creation. You are God's child. And the Bible said that he was moved... with compassion towards them because they were a sheep not having a shepherd and he began to teach them many things we all know that sheep are considered to be some of the most dumbest animals in the earth it's not the dumbest they need a shepherd to guide them to lead them in the way that they should go and with all the confusion that was going on in time such as this, you had the Pharisees, the scribes doing just ungodly things. And God had compassion for them. God had compassion for his people. Let's examine compassion in the Greek. Definitions to be moved in the inward parts to feel compassion. I feel compassion, have pity on, and mood. That is the definition in the Greek as the, as it applies to the word compassion. As it applies to the woman with the issue of blush, this woman had a made up mind. Whatever it takes, I'm all in. The woman took action. Once again, Mark 5 and 27, when she Had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. Pressed in the Greek definition to press together, I press on all sides, crowd upon. In other words, there was a multitude of people, but she pressed her way to get to the Messiah. She had to start from the very beginning, but she ended up touching the hem of the Messiah. Remember, she's a woman. And this particular culture, according to the, the Jewish uh, law, uh, she was in violation because of the blood issue. Secondly, she's a woman pushing people to the side, uh, squeezing, and, and so forth and so on. That just doesn't happen. But because she had a made-up mind, she knew that the Messiah had what she needs, her healing. Nothing else mattered. Nothing else mattered except her getting to the Messiah. You know, she got to a place to where she knew man can't help her. Man cannot fix the internal part of a person. The soul. No matter how many remedies there are available, man can't fix the soul. Only the great physician can. The Messiah. She understood that. She knew that her only hope was the Messiah. There was no turning back. There was no procrastinating. She was not going to accept no for an answer. And that's where we ought to be in our prayer lives. We need to be in this same place with the understanding that God is a compassionate God. You can move him with your prayers. You can move him with your sincerity. He is a compassionate God. I cannot emphasize this enough. If you want to move move God in one direction or, or another then you're going to have to get out of self and move into a place of faith. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. In other words, this woman took action. The Bible is clear on this, that God wants you to move forward. He doesn't want you to move to the left or to the right or go backwards. He wants you to move forward. He does not want you to stand still in relations to not seeking him. God wants you to move forward. If you get nothing else out of this teaching, I want you to get this. God wants you to move forward with your prayer and your praising. God wants you to move forward with your faith. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 4 and 6, let us therefore come boldly, B O L D L Y, boldly to the throne of grace that we may attain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. And find grace to help in time of need. The Bible says, come boldly. The Bible didn't say skip. It didn't say walk. It didn't say run. It didn't say come timid. It didn't say come reluctant. The Bible says, come boldly. Lord, this is what I need. Just like the woman with the issue of blood, she came boldly before the throne of God. The Bible says she touched the hem of God and God was moved with compassion. The Bible says that he turned. He turned and he blessed her. He healed her. That very hour, what I'm conveying to you, if you want something from the Lord, then you need to go to the throne boldly. The Bible tells us in Mark 2 and 4, And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy Late, you guys may know the story you may not know the story i'll just touch on it they couldn't press their way to get to jesus or to get into the house where jesus was because there's so many people but they got creative they got creative they tore the roof apart and lowered the man down with palsy Whatever it tastes, what the Bible is conveying, you need to get to the king. Sometimes you may have to fast. Sometimes you may have to pray like Daniel three times a day. Sometimes you just need to stay before the throne constantly, continually going with great sincerity. The Bible says in James 5 and 16, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man evaded much. That's a sincere prayer. If you have a sincere prayer, yes, you can reach the Messiah. That's what it's telling you. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. With the bomb of Christ, all things are possible. With the bomb of Christ, Christ is the bomb, all things are possible with Christ he is that remedy that can solve all things not only the physical but also the spiritual oh praise God and that is the essence of this message the pond of Gilead was a plant they took the resin from it and Brought up all different types of ointments. But the bond of today is Jesus. Jesus Christ. That's where you're going to get your physical healing as well as your spiritual. That's where it is. It's not in anything else or anyone. It's all about Christ. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Thank you for joining us in Thursday Bible Study. The Bible conveys to us in Romans 10 and 9, that if thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. But with the heart man believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's examine contact information. Let's examine.org. Let's examine at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Let's examine. HTTPS. Double dot slash slash anchor FM. You can hear all of these teachings. Of Let's Examine Outreach Ministries. You can also. Um, email us at let Let's examine live prayer, Sunday, 6 p.m., promptly hosted by Elder Patricia David Richardson. That number is 978-990-5399. That's 978-990-5399. The code 828-3022, 828-3022. Let's examine marital counseling. Very affordable. Very affordable. 702 741 1138. 702 741 1138. I'm Pastor Fred Richardson. You can contact me directly with your Bible questions or comments. You can text, email, or call. Once again, 702 741 1138. Thank you for joining us in Thursday Bible study. Next Thursday, we're going to take a look. at man what does God expect of man that's next Thursday on let's examine Thursday Bible study have a blessed day